My new book, Peace Over Pain, is now available. You can buy it for $20 on Amazon or you can download it for free inside my exclusive Facebook group. Simply go to peaceoverpain.com slash join the group. And between the group and the book, you will learn how to eliminate chronic conditions. Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. So do you know the science of getting rich? Welcome to episode number 161. Today, I'm welcoming back Max Ryan. He's a spiritual teacher with an emphasis on A Course in Miracles and the Law of Attraction. And today, we're going to talk about a classic book, one of the first Law of Attraction books back in the early 1900s called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. This little, short, and precise book actually inspired the hit documentary, The Secret. So before we begin, sit down and relax and take in this important conversation. Let's begin. Max, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Kevin, how are you? So what's the science of getting rich? I always say to my students that it's a mini Course in Miracles because, you know, I'm a student and teacher of A Course in Miracles, which is a, you know, a study, a tome, yeah. thousands of pages. And and the, the, a lot of the um, science of getting rich has a lot of A Course in Miracles principles. Is it safe to say that S-O-G-R is the first modern teaching on the law of attraction? that inspired the woman that made the secret, which the secret is what made it become a, a, a popular phenomenon. If I'm not mistaken, there is a guy named Thomas Troward who spoke and wrote before um, Wallace Waddles. Mm. So I don't think it's the original, but it's, you know, you know, it's back in the those days. And, and yeah, she did. She definitely. And then when the secret came out and I was like, Oh, she read the book. Okay. She read the book too. So what I want to do is I want to go through the certain way. Okay. Okay. One, one at a time and get your commentary on each one. Oh, sure. Sure. But, sure. Before we do that, I want to make sure that the listeners are up to date or they have context. How would you describe the formless substance? The formless substance is energy pure energy that has not been influenced at all it's pure energy that has that is just this is the word one of my favorite things i was just telling my students this just an hour ago it is pure potentiality mm. pure potentiality so the formless stuff is pure potentiality that's a good way to put it. In the book, he actually says, and he says it a couple of times, he goes, God or the formless substance. Mm. So, yeah. 
Okay. So our computer in our head has the ability to create images and thoughts. And so when we impress that on the formless substance, things can happen. Yes, for sure. Yeah, because it's pure potential. It's just, it's raw clay. It's just sitting there and it's waiting to, is it going to be a cup? Is it going to be a plate? Is it going to be a building? Is it going to be a million dollars? It's just pure potentiality. Right. Mm -hmm. And Wallace Waddles, he, he created the certain way mm -hmm. well, as sort of a step-by-step -step process, which like you said, is it's just so simple. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into the certain way. Number one, there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. It creates everything. What you want, what you don't want, it creates everything right. in your universe. So if you're a negative thinker, you're in trouble. That's right. Well, you're not in trouble. It's just if you think it's negative, if you think negative is bad. Hmm. <laughs> but nothing is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Hmm. Right. So if somebody has a negative view of themselves, say mm -hmm. they I, they think they're not good enough or they're not, um, right. you know, pretty enough or handsome enough, or, and they just, they put that out into the formless substance. Then they're going to get the results of that. Yeah. So they're going to put, put out, you know, they're going to attract people that are going to be like, you're great, but boy, that knows. <laughs> Whatever, I'm just being, you know, whatever. <laughs> but but ultimately, it's kind of like we all know this. It's so super basic, right, Kevin? Because like if you meet people that have a really low self-esteem that think they're a pile of doo-doo, um, you meet them and you're like, oh, man, you can feel it from them. Yes. You can feel it. And the opposite is true, too. People that are just really confident in themselves are just like, it doesn't matter what people think of me. You can feel it from them, too. So it's really obvious, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know someone who is kind of always in a negative state. They sigh a lot. They don't, <laughs> yes. they don't even know it. They just walk through life and they're just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like defeated. It's so hard. <laughs> life's so tough. I know, exactly. And then we, you know, because, you know, we're such feeling beings, we are like, you know, the radar goes off when you're like, that's why people go, ooh. They are negative and I don't want to be around them or whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But I mean, you can feel what people are imprinting on the formless stuff. You can feel it. You can see the results of their life. Mm -hmm. So number two, mm -hmm. a thought in the substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Yep. So we just pretty much went over that. So. Mm -hmm. The divinity sort of provides your surroundings based on this computer. I always call it a computer. Yeah, right, right, right. It's the, yeah. And you know, one thing I wanted to say too about the formless stuff and about what we're talking about is that uh, God, source, love, whatever you want to call it, um, is always saying yes. It's always saying yes to everything. Yes to everything. And not just the positive stuff, but everything. So whatever you're impressing on it, Consciously and unconsciously, it's 
creating that for you in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. Number three, man can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. So this is a more uh, descriptive version of what we were just talking about. This is pure co-creation, right? So co-creation is that God's always saying yes, and then you're putting out something. That source is just going, oh, cre well, I will create this with you. I will co-create this with you. You know, it's not really right. thinking that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and Wallace Waddles, you know, gives the teaching in the book that to be a creator and not a competitor one of the biggest things in the whole book because the world in the illusion of the world it's not a real world um is that we have to be competitive all the time especially when it comes to money and business it's all about get get the next guy make sure and he's like no you have to completely completely get competition out of your brain there's no one to compete with you're only there to create 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 and that leads me to number four. In order to do this, man must pass from the competitive to the creative mind. Otherwise, he cannot be in harmony with the formless intelligence, which is always creative and never competitive in spirit. Never. It's never competitive because he also states in the that there is you have to get rid of sacrifice and the and the idea of lack and all of that stuff. That's not even real. That's just another idea you're impressing on the formless that there's lack. There's only so much and I have to sacrifice. All of that stuff is just a belief that you're putting onto the formless stuff. So you've got you you have the opportunity, you don't have to do anything. You have the opportunity to be like, huh. I'm my own worst enemy and I'm creating that. So I have to get rid of that thing. And yeah, no one else is like the old thing of, that says um, the only, and this is weird, but only thing, only person you have to compete with is you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's sort of, that way. Yeah. And that sort of goes over to uh, the four agreements. Don mm -hmm. Miguel Ruiz, who, in my opinion, brilliantly broke everything down to four things. Yeah. And one of them is just do your best. Yeah. That's all you can do. Put your best foot forward, no that's matter right. what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's you're right. washing the dishes or you're working on a big project. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. The way you, I, one thing I say to my students all the time, and I try to remember in my life is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. That's true. Mm. Mm -hmm. sure. and and what wallace is also saying here is uh to have that attitude of abundance right like everything's there for you right you mm -hmm. can have right you don't have to be limited you don't have to be in lack no mm -hmm. this is where it comes like the what i said about the course of miracles the first principle of miracles and a course of miracles is there is no order of difficulty in miracles one is not easier or harder than the other. The rest line says, says um, all forms of love are maximal. So there is no order of difficulty in miracles. You've already decided that's a hard thing and that's an easy thing. I can make money to get a Starbucks coffee, but I can't make money to um, have a 
million dollar whatever yacht. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be but there's not there's no difference between those. The only difference is you've impressed you're impressing your belief onto the formless substance that oh having yacht is really hard. Right. It's harder than getting a Starbucks coffee. No, it's not. Not for the person that's that's getting it. They're like, ah, oh, just gonna go get that's why the rich stay rich, the poor stay poor, or wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you just believe. You just buy into that belief and that's what the formless stuff in your world is is doing for you. One of the other things that really stuck out to me in this book when I read it about five or six years ago was he says, don't help the poor. Oh my God. That's, I have this that here too. It's really, it's pretty intense, right? He says, if anything, hand them this book. Yep. Yep. And when you read this, you go, what yeah. are you talking about? It's about charity. So the idea here is that if you, if you continue to give to charity, all you're doing is putting onto the formless stuff that there is lack, that there's lack. And that is a problem because you, if you believe that to be true, well, the other thing he says is the best thing you can do for anyone is to get rich yourself. Right. So show them a way, which is a very, you know, it's like mentoring. He even, you know, the idea of mastermind. Mm -hmm. We now kind of know that with that that came from this book. You you be you have a mastermind to create to help others to do to do that instead of always saying, Oh, you're so poor, you need help, blah de blah de blah. And that is not a good thing. Oh, here we go. Okay. Do not talk about poverty. Do not investigate it or concern yourself with it. Never mind what poverty's causes are, you have nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. What concerns you is the cure. Do not ever spend your time in charity work or charity movements. All charity only um, all charity only tends to perpetuate the wretchedness it aims to eradicate. Mm. It's heavy. That's heavy. That's heavy. Very interesting. I so mean, there's what, some, some radical things in here that you go, what? Yeah. But it goes along with the principle he's talking about, because then all you're doing is forming on imprinting on the formless stuff, lack, bad, horrible. They're in a bad place. You're also enabling someone, right? That's right. The complete opposite of what, um, um, you know, Neville Goddard mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. He's all like, when you meet someone that doesn't have a job, or whatever, see them employed, see them happy, create that space in the formless stuff and see if you do, you don't see them as lacking, you see them as thriving. Right. And he had many, many, many um, examples of, you know, people he's done that for, and we can do that. Well, you do that for your, for your clients. Yes. You see them already healed on some level mm -hmm. so that they can then be healed. Mm -hmm. It's the same idea same idea Absolutely. but you're also helping them at the same time so there's sure. there has there's to be some thing. action yeah mm -hmm. okay number five man may come into full harmony with the formless substance by entertaining a lively and sincere gratitude 
for the blessings it stows upon him. Gratitude unifies the mind of the man with intelligence of substance so that man's thoughts are received by the formless. Man can remain on the creative plane only by uniting himself with the formless intelligence through a deep and continuous feeling of gratitude. Yeah, there's a whole section on gratitude for sure. There's no doubt about it. Wow, I feel so great that I got that job. I feel so great that they're nice to me. I feel so great that I that my feet are working today. <laughs> That's a really those are really good things because that all you're doing is putting onto the formless stuff positive things about what's already happening. And that's really good because ultimately there's, we're talking about negative or positive, but ultimately there's just a whole bunch of neutral stuff on that you're imprinting onto the, to the, the form of stuff. It's your attitude about it that changes it. Does that make sense? Yeah. What about when you have so much gratitude, you get those tears of joy. What about that? It's just a higher state. It's just a higher state. Appreciation is a matching vibration. It's very equal. I appreciate the love you're giving me. I appreciate that um, that you and I are on the same page. I appreciate these feet that are helping me to walk. Gratitude, think about this and you can feel it. Gratitude tends to, there's nothing wrong with either of them, tends to put you lower and whatever you're grateful for, higher. Mm. So I'm down here, it's up here, so I should be grateful. Don't say should or whatever. So there's nothing wrong with either of them, but appreciation is more of an equal vibration. That's interesting. So if you can appreciate something, when you said that tears of joy or whatever, of gratitude, a lot of times that will, um, appreciation will bring that, those tears. Because you're like, I'm as worthy as the thing. And you go, oh, God, that's so amazing. I'm so grateful. I so appreciate this. A lot of religions put God above oh, yeah. the, the man or the woman. And that creates the looking up thing too, right? Of course. You're supposed to be. And then now, of course, in the last, you know, you know 50 years or whatever, maybe less, you have to be grateful. You have to be grateful. You have to be grateful. Do you really have to be grateful? Because actually true gratitude comes when you're just living your life and it just <gasps> appears and you're like, yeah, I'm so appreciative of, and you, it's more appreciation than great gratitude. Do you feel that Wallace Waddles, we could just swap out the word for in this book to appreciation and it would make sense? Yeah, I think you could. What I get out of this is Wallace Waddles to me. Now I look, you know, I understand the human body at a pretty high level. So to me, I, I equate it to like enzymes, right? So you need enzymes to break down food mm -hmm. or you need insulin to metabolize sugar. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing Wallace Waddle say you need gratitude or appreciation to, you know, make the the digestion of the divinity of the of the formless substance happen you know, the mm -hmm. attraction happened, you know. 
Well, it's part of it's part of his certain way in his formula. He also is like you have to be incredibly clear about what your vision is all about the vision and specifics of the vision, and and you can't be like all oh, kind of whatever. He's very much about you have to have a specific. It is this house on this road with this color at uh, this whatever. He's very clear about that. That's another thing that he talks about of having a very clear vision, which is. And Obvious. And that brings me to number six, which is the longest one. So bear with me. Sure. Man must inform a clear and definite mental image of the things he wishes to have, to do, or to become. And he must hold this mental image in his thoughts while being deeply grateful to the, to the Supreme that all his desires are granted to him. The man who wishes to get rich must spend his leisure hours contemplating his vision and an earnest thanksgiving that the reality is being given to him. Too much stress cannot be laid on the importance of frequent contemplation of the mental image, coupled with the unwavering faith and devout gratitude this is the process by which the impression is given to the formless in the creative forces set in motion. So that's that's it. That's a that's a very interest. I mean, it's very interesting because you know that is that he says like come back to the vision. I'm just using the word vision, but, you know, come back to what you want, come back to what you want and everything. And, you know, this has obviously been taught from, you know, law of attraction stuff all the time, have a clear vision, vision boards and all that stuff, which is great, which is fantastic. Um, what a lot of people get screw up with this is that they start to, this is very, when people start to get what I'm going to tell you next, you can, they go, oh my God, it's so true. They start to have a clear vision of, let's say, the house. It's on Malibu, and da 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 da. They get a clear vision, and, and they keep going back, and they're like, "I have the picture," and da da da. And they go, "Oh, I'm the house. It's the house. It's the house. Okay, the house." And they keep coming back to it, and then they're like, "The house isn't here yet, so I have to focus more. The house isn't here yet, so I have to focus more." So then they start to associate a desperate feeling with the house in Malibu, and then they're like, "Why the hell?" Isn't it showing up? Right. Because now they've impressed a desperate vibration onto the house. And that vibration of the house in Malibu has desperation. And that's what you're putting on the formless universe. So it's never going to happen. Mm. That's where it's very important. Desperate. Desperation blocks manifestation every single time. But you don't really realize it because you're told through so many, <laughs> so much law of attraction stuff. And even if you don't read this correctly, because in another part of the science of getting rich, he says, he says, there's no need to keep to keep praying about this stuff. There's no need to go back and think about it. That's another part of it. He goes, because if you keep doing back, you're proving to yourself you don't have it. Mm. That's the key. And and um, what's his name? Um, uh, did I just say, uh, Goddard, Goddard, yeah. he's all like, you have to feel it real right now. And you have to just know that it's happening. You just have to know that's what it is. And then let it go. Trust. That's right. You trust. just have to trust it. Mm -hmm. Trust. Totally. 
Now, would the gratitude slash appreciation sort of neutralize the potential desperation? Yes, it can. That's that's true. It can. It can make your vibration around that thing be like, okay, just calm down, calm down about that thing for sure. And when you know that it's true, it's just like I always say, and this is a funny little thing. You don't sit there and go, I really want toilet paper. I'm thinking about toilet paper. I'm it's white. It'll help me. You don't sit there and like revisit it. You just know you're gonna have a toilet paper. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Anything that's happening in your life right now, you're not like focusing on it. You're just like, wow, okay, toilet paper makes me feel good. I'm going to have toilet paper. So it's there. In my experience, sometimes you can feel it so much that that's when the gratitude or appreciation kicks in. That can be true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you're, 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 um, in a way you're, tricking yourself that you already have it do you know what feel it real sessions are no oh that's the greatest thing in the world i mean one of the greatest things but neville goddard teaches these things feel it real sessions i teach it to my students all the time and they're amazing sessions they're great and it's a very specific certain way of doing a visualization where you feel it real right now that it's happening and when you have that it's in your vibration it is who you are. And so it's a very specific way to go through. It's not very complicated. Um, and that's the whole point. So that you already like, yeah, I'm a successful author. It's already because you have it. It's already there because you've created it already. Right. You have an experience of it. Right, right. What else in that in that last one? It was long. <laughs> it was long. Deeply grateful to the Supreme that all his desires are granted. Yeah, so that's basically what we were just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the His leisure time is big. He's basically saying, okay, if you work eight hours, you spend another two hours doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it's almost like, you know, back then they didn't have TV. Oh, yeah. Or To be distracted by 50 million things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, you know... We have to tell modern people, put the Netflix away, put the cell phone away, and just imagine what it is that you're working toward. Yeah, without desperation. Without desperation. Do it. As I tell people, it's like, there's a process, whatever. But I'm like, don't read your, I call it a desire statement or whatever. Don't read your desire statement for your thing when you're you're not feeling good. Like, oh, I'm going to read my desire statement about my mansion now. Don't do that. (laughs) You you go, you read it or you walk on when it makes you feel good because you're in that feeling of flow and that feeling. And the other part is like the one of the reasons I come back to The Course of Miracles is that thing about leisure time directly um, is in alignment with um, what's it called? The principle of A Course of Miracles of I need do nothing. Hmm. You don't have to do anything. The doing is usually the problem. Because the Course of Miracles would say, do not attempt to change the world, attempt to change your mind about the world. If you change your mind about you, then everything is going to flow. People don't love me. I'm a loser. Something's wrong with me. I'll never get ahead. 
everything that's going on to the substance and everything flows from there. But if you go, wait a second, there's no reason why I can't have anything that anybody has. There's no reason, even though I have this past or whatever, I have pure potentiality in me too, then everything will flow from there for sure. Because it all, and he always says that, come back, don't try to manipulate the outer world. He says that in Science of Getting Rich. You only have to work on this, the mind. And don't impress on other people, right? Yeah, he has a whole thing about that. Yeah. He's like, you, you're, there's like a rule that you're not supposed to do that for other people. I don't really agree with that. Okay. Because of what we just said, because if you, if you decide, you know what, for somebody like your patients or my students and you're like, they just can't see how incredible they are yet that you can't see that I, you can see that this thing in their body can heal. They can't see it. So you're going to help them to see it. Right. So that's why I'm a little like that part of it. I'm a little like, but I understand it's like he's what he's saying is there don't get involved with other people. Don't try to change other people. You just change yourself and then the right things that match that will come right people will come to you. Right. I also do a reprogramming audio with my clients where um I recorded myself giving good goal statements. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, you know, I am healthy. My body knows how to heal, you know, stuff like that. Right. And then I have them listen to it as they're going to bed. Yeah, that's great. And it just downloads into their subconscious. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Any, listen, I'm like anything that works in, in the illusion, in the separated state, for sure. If now let's talk it. about that because we have some new listeners here who may not have heard our first podcast together, which is about a year and a half ago, I want to say. Maybe was, two years ago. I was going to say a little longer, I think. And a lot right. of my work has changed since then, actually. So Okay. Mm -hmm. And so talk about the illusion, the matrix of life here. So I am basically a facilitator of conversations about non-duality or truth, right? So Course in Miracles is a form of, of non-duality. It's helping you to, to see the illusion of the world and so that you can come back to or be aware of truth, right? So in the illusion, there is, there is duality. There's good, there's bad, like we were saying. There is sick, there's healing. There is life, there is death in the illusion, but you are not, you are not, the truth of you isn't in the illusion. It's a character that's running around named Kevin, named Max or whatever. But the truth is something completely different. But when you get the game that's been going on, that goes on in the illusion, you see that it's all a game. And you go, oh, and this is where the, like, the science of getting rich can be really great because then you just go, oh, I get it. I've been operating from this thing that I thought was a character called Max, but I'm not that character. I'm something, and you can't, I can't teach you what that is or whatever, but it's something else that is not limited at all, that doesn't have any, it doesn't have potential and doesn't have any limit. It just is. You know, like when in the Bible, I am that I am, right? So the illusion is the world of duality and the character that everyone is that identifies with is a duality. I'm a success, I'm a failure. I'm old, I'm young. I'm alive, I'm dead. That is what the illusion is. 
because that's not the truth of who you are. Right. Right. And when you start to wake up from this illusion, that's what's called spiritual awakening. Right. In many ways, but yeah. yeah we, we're walking around with like an avatar. Yes. And, you know, from a health perspective, that's what we're taking care of. Mm -hmm. I often tell people, treat your body the same way you would treat your dog. Yes. Right? You, you give it food, you walk it, you give it exercise, mm -hmm. you, know, you give it some love. Right? You got to give your body love, you know? Did you see that movie Free Guy? No. Oh, Kevin, you have to watch that movie. Writing it down. Free Guy. Everyone that's listening to watch that movie because it's so much about what we're talking about. Okay. And it's funny. Is it animation? No, no, no. It's with um, Ryan, uh, the mint phone guy, whatever his name is. I don't Ryan know. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. You're always putting me on the movies here. You put me on to Monsters, Inc. too. Oh, well, yeah, that's another great one. That's a great one, too. It is a good one. It is. But but Free Guy is really good because it's it's about the illusion. It's okay. about thinking because what happens, it's a care. It's I always use the character actor thing. So it's like, you know, you're in a play, The Lion King. You're in Lion King and you're like, I'm Simba. Rah, 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 rah. But there's, a, there's an actor playing Simba, but you think you are Simba. That's what's happening in the illusion. That's a character. But there's really a truth out here that's the actor, but we think we're in the play. We think we're living in The Lion King or whatever happens to be. Yeah. We're not. It's just, a, it's what's been, now this comes back to, it's what's been imprinted onto the formless stuff has created your life called The Lion King. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's not the truth. You're the actor. And when you realize you're an actor, I can't tell you, I mean, I can help. This is what I do for a living. I help people to be like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. If I let go of that, my life will be completely different. Mm -hmm. And nothing might change, but you will be completely different. Because when you see it, life becomes much less serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. You just, it really, you just start to go, oh, my God, why would I waste my time? Right. It's ridiculous. It's right. so stupid. And then you watch people and you just, and you will start to, you understand when Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they do not know. Right. Right. And that's when you wake up. And and also going back to the, going back to the uh, formless substance and manifesting and creating this. It's that's happening of, in the illusion. And it, it's, it's not happening in truth. That's the game. Right. So you learn how to play the game like this. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. That's, this, that's not in the truth. In the, it's also in the first page of the Bible, isn't it? The God is creating through yeah. his mind. Uh-huh. I am. Yeah, it is. Genesis. Right Genesis. There. Exactly. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Mm -hmm. So this God guy is... <laughs> Basically, using law of attraction to create the world. Yeah, and there's no God guy. Of course, you know that. It's right. just life itself, the way it sets up in the illusion, because there is a body, there are cells. We're not saying that that's not happening. It's just not, it's the, it's the car. It's the dog. It's the whatever. But it's, you're far bigger than all of that stuff. You're not a body. You're something much bigger. You're not a character called Kevin. You're something... Not even bigger, different. 
And when you get that, then you're just like, wow, maybe I can just enjoy this ride that I'm having here instead of trying to control people or, or organize things. And then you can play this game about becoming rich if you'd like to, but you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, Whereas a lot of people come to this kind of work of the science of getting rich and they are so, this is going to sound judgmental, but it's a fact that people are hypnotized by the world. Like you have to be rich. You have to be successful. Right. You have to be pretty. You have to. And then, so they come to all this work with desperation and you're like, you're fucking it up already. Sorry. Right. Bring it up okay. already. <laughs> it, yeah. And it is a game and I like to refer to it as an adventure. Yeah. And you're going to sure. die. And that's part of the adventure. <laughs> Accepting death is one of the best things you'll ever do in your life. Really, really having death. I was doing a TikTok today and I was reading this really great um, quote about death and about really you have to make death your best friend. You have to walk around with death all the time. Yep. You have to just be with death all the time. People are like, that's so morbid. Like, no, actually, when you do that, you're going to live a completely different kind of life while you're here. You're going to be like, yeah, doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Because most people's fears are based on they're going to die. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to die. News bulletin. You're going to die. You're going to. Yeah. Your character is going to die. You won't die, but your character will. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number seven, the last part of the certain way oh yeah yeah the creative energy works through the established channels of natural growth and of the industrial and social order all that is included in his mental image will surely be brought to the man who follows the instructions given above and whose faith does not waver what he wants will come to him through the ways of establish trade and commerce. Mm -hmm. Do not waver. No waver. It's interesting. I was just doing a lesson with my students and we were talking about, um, let me read it from in the Course in Miracles, that says specifically, be vigilant only for God and his kingdom. Mm. That's one of the like big, do not waver. Do not, there's no option. There's no option. It's only God. It's only love. It's only peace. It's, it, that's kind of like what he's saying. You have to be like, it's only success. It's only thriving. It's only peace. It's only love. When you have options like, well, I could fail or I'm going to lose all my money or whatever. And you, you're going back and forth between those then that's what you're implanting onto the formless substance. Mm. Mm -hmm. For sure. A, a side note. I just love the term formless substance. I mean, it's like the best yeah. term ever oh, God, for right? divinity or God. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah. It's pure potential. It's just, and it can be anything. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so trust do not waver, but you also have to be working towards the goal, right? You can't just sit on the couch and manifest a yellow Lamborghini, right? There's no reason you couldn't, okay. first of all. <laughs> there isn't any reason you couldn't. But in the 
illusion that this is all we're talking about manipulating the illusion that's what we're talking about that's what this is all about um action does is important but you don't need nearly as much action as you think mm. you don't most people are just going oh i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that no it's kind of like you know the practical thing just do two things really well instead of 10 things eh. right because this is a physical universe so it does i mean but if we're going to take the principle completely all the way to its purest form you could be sitting in your house and someone could drive up and say here's your lamborghini that could happen. But I also say to people, if you're if you really want to fall in love, you're not gonna you're probably not gonna have the love of your life knock on your door while you're watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Thinking about that. You gotta Action. get out there and date and eventually you'll find Yeah. Move in the direction. You know, that's a very simple kind of metaphysical thing. Just start to move in the direction, but do actions that feel good that feel like, oh, this feels good. I like that. I'm going to learn about that part of my business. I'm going to do that. As soon as it gets into desperation, ah, 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 ah. don't do that. Uh, that's key. You're, you're so right on that. Yeah, for sure. Changes the vibration. Uh-huh. And action can be really fun. Yeah, you got to do something anyway. You, you We, yeah, in, in the game... <laughs> I mean, you could take a day off, no doubt, but yeah, you you have to do something with your time, or you're just gonna sit on the rock. And even the Buddha did something. I mean, he was a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> but some. I mean, listen, and it all depends on what you want your life to stand for, and how you want to live your life, and how you want to play the game. I mean, there's some games that you just sit on the sidelines and just watch. If that's the game you want to play, that's that's you. That's the formless substance that you're gonna. You're going to print on it. That's which is fine. Well, usually those people end up maybe at a monastery or an ashram. Could be, or, or they could just be depressed. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but you know, I mean the the whole. You didn't read the very beginning of the book, which says that's that's about the very 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 beginning of it that talks about expanding life. Do you know about that part? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Being so, an advancing man. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of nature is the advancement and unfoldment of life, and every man should have all that can contribute to, to the power, elegance, beauty, and richness of life. To be content with less is sinful. That's an incredible line. To be content with less is sinful. Wow. So this... It's heavy, and and one of the reasons why I'm a big Osho lover. Oh, I love him! You know, I love him. You know, he had the ninety Rolls Royces, and he was just <laughs> trying to teach a lesson, really. I know, totally. It's, I love it's, him it's so material much. stuff in the game. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then people are judging play. him, and like, you you're spiritual, you shouldn't be like that, and everything. It's like, uh, you you're not getting it. You are definitely not getting what he's trying to put down here for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're not supposed to be miserable and sitting there and being like, oh, I don't have enough and something's wrong with me. That is definitely, you could do that, but you know, that's not living your ultimate existence while you're playing the game. That's for sure. Right. That's for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's it, sinful it, because you're wasting your time while you're in the game. 
Right. And it's the same thing with sex as well. People get very judgmental about that. Like, oh, you're spiritual. You can't be out. You can't have three partners. (laughs) We're in the game. Why, why, why can't you, if you want to? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know it's, it's, it's insane. It's, I mean, that comes back to judgments and, you know, people's belief systems and how they've been trained in the game and, you know, and you just go, well, that's what you do. Good yeah, you. I like to tell people like if 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 you knew for sure that you were dead in seven days, yeah, how would you spend your week? Exactly. And however it is that you'd spend it is probably how you should live your life. Or go in that direction. Go in that direction. Move in that direction. The people would be like, I'd quit my job. I would travel. I would take an acting class. I don't know what it. Well, that's what you gotta do now. That's the point. That's the point of the whole game. Duh. <laughs> people are like i want i really want to have a life i love and that feels good and i go well what do you want to do i'd really like to work with plants because i live with plants i'm like well how much time do you work with plants they go oh i don't have time to do that i'm like um make time hmm, you have to make time <laughs> so yeah and then you form you impress on the farmless substance plant stuff and more plant stuff will come to you <laughs> Can pride become a blockage just like desperation? Well, pride is from the egoic mind, right? So the ego, I would just call it the ego or the separate self, is always, well, exactly. Pride is competition. Uh, I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Or I won't do that because I, I have too much pride to do that. So then you're falsely humble or whatever. That's all competition. So how can we get over pride and how can we handle our accomplishments? Appreciate them. Mm. Let's come back to that. You just appreciate your accomplishments. And first of all, if you don't know the truth of who you are, you're going to be like, well, yeah, I'm the shit. I'm so great. Look at how great I am. Well, that's not you. That's the character. The character did some stuff that got some stuff, whatever. It's great. But you can appreciate that you put in the work, you whatever you did. But that's not really who you are. If you know who you really are, you won't be prideful. Right. You'll be humble, actually. You'll be more humble. And I'm humble in a healthy way, not that unhealthy, horrible, false humility. Right, right. You'll appreciate. You'll be like, wow, I really appreciate that. If you know who you really are. Very cool. That's what I think, but I could be wrong. I'm often wrong. <laughs> so, Max, where can someone come find you and check out your work? <laughs> um, you can follow me on TikTok at Max Ryan Videos. I'm on there a lot more now. Um, I'm also on, um, there's quite a few um, meditations and talks that I've given on Insight Timer. You can find me there. I am also do live streams on there, too. I do live streams on TikTok and on um, Insight Timer. And my website is maxryan.net, maxryan.net. You can find out all that. And, oh, and tons of YouTube. I have tons of YouTubes yes. about a lot of things. So, yes. Yeah. So the last question, how long? Because Wallace Waddles says spend your leisure time manifesting. How long do you recommend someone focus on that? When it feels good. 
when it feels good. There's no time. There's no rule when it feels good. If you want to manifest a trip to Paris and you're, and you want to open the computer and start looking at pictures of Paris and it makes you feel good, do it. If you realize that you're like, I want to go to Paris, I got to make it happen. Don't do it. Go do mm. something else until you want to, when it makes you feel good, you're, then you're impressing on the formless substance. Paris, good. Paris, good. Paris, good. So make sure your vibration, your frequency is in a, you know, good before you do the work. The yeah, work. exactly. And you know, it's like, and I'll just say this and then we can go is that, um, uh, the Neville Goddard feel it real is very similar to this. And, um, Abraham Hicks also kind of stole from them. They call it going into the workshop, whatever you, where you go into your mind and you, you just play, you just go, Oh, if I'm there and it'll be happy and whatever, do that because it feels good. Don't do it because like, I have to do this in order to get my yacht. Man. Just be like, I'm going to sit here and just pretend I'm on a yacht. Oh, it feels so good. I like it. Then that's how you do it. There's no rules. My, my two favorite times to do this type of work is one, when I wake up in the morning, you're right. Because I, I feel great when I wake up in the morning, assuming mm -hmm. I had a good night's sleep, which is you know, 95% of the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Laying in bed is a good feeling in the morning. For sure. And there's For a sure. big appreciation of being alive. I agree. I agree. Because right? you just came out of the nothingness. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's if, if, you know, if you're doing well up here. Yeah. Some people wake up the complete opposite. Sure. They wake up in panic mode. You know, but morning, you know, they traditionally morning is good to do it. And right before you go to bed is good because you're imprinting on the on the formless substance. The last thing, like watching a funny thing before you go to bed or thinking about this stuff is always better than watching a scary movie or something like that. Yeah. So. I also like to do it when I'm on a walk. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling the breeze and the nature and that's you know, good. It's a good time to go through your goal or desire statements and just yeah yeah that's good because then you have not a lot less resistance you're like at one you're, you're gelling with it all which is yeah. good all right the science of getting rich which could also be the science of becoming healthy the science of being great the mm -hmm. science of being a teacher the science <laughs> of um yeah. science of happiness yeah, everything science of peace the science of everything yeah. Right. Max, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you. I always enjoy being here. And um, thanks, listeners. Nice to meet you. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.